and welcome back to another episode of the Day to Night podcast. How are you doing? Um, also, how's the weather? <laughs> um, I have made it my uh, my mission to always ask you how you're doing and how is the weather um, wherever you are. Uh, because I don't know, I just feel like that could be like a little ritual that you and I have, you know, like a little greeting. Um, so yeah, how are you doing? And uh, what's the weather like there? Because uh, for Korea or at least at Seoul, um, today's weather was not too bad. It wasn't fantastic. Uh, it wasn't like super sunshiny or like blue skies, but it was it was decent. It was okay. Um, it was quite warm, so spring is here for us. Um, <clears throat> it's nice. It's nice weather. Uh, the air quality is abysmal, but, you know, it's fine. Um, as long as I don't really go out much, and if I do, I wear my mask. Like, the masks also filter out the air, so uh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, not too bad. Um, I'm not doing too bad either. Um, I had a pretty bad day yesterday. I don't know why, but um, for some reason, <clears throat> I woke up uh, exhausted yesterday. Um, I woke up exhausted after a good nine hours sleep. I woke up absolutely exhausted, and I was just exhausted for basically the entire day. Uh, I was only like slightly more upbeat when I was making my food. <laughs> making when I was making my lunch um but apart from that like I was just I was just exhausted I was sleepy the entire day but I was like no I'm gonna stay awake uh, I don't want to nap it's gonna ruin my uh my night um so I I didn't I I held out on napping but then when five o'clock rolled around I was just I couldn't do it so um I got in bed and I took a nap. Um, and also, like, I was freezing the entire day. Like, yesterday wasn't a particularly cold day, right? It wasn't freezing or anything. Like, it was pretty warm yesterday as well. But for some reason, I was just freezing. Like, my fingers, my hands, my feet were just freezing. And, like, just, ah, I was so cold. <laughs> I was just so cold yesterday. And I, and I don't know why, but after I, I had my nap and I had some food, I had some dinner, um, yeah, I felt a lot better. Uh, not 100%, but definitely a lot better. Uh, today has been a lot better as well. Uh, I'm not as tired, uh, but uh, I think I'm still in a little pit, <laughs> if you will, of um, just not feeling that great. But, you know, I'm feeling a lot better than yesterday, so that's great. Uh, enough about me. How did you like my last week's episode? I really enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> just everything about it was really fun. Um, so I hope you really enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, uh, with that all out of the way, uh, I don't know if you've read the title, I hope you did, but uh, today I want to talk about how media sucks. Uh, we all know that media sucks. We all know that like TV and like TV shows and, and movies suck when it comes to portrayal and representation and stuff like that, right? Uh, you know, the whole whitewashing thing's a, a huge issue, uh, getting straight people to play the role of... <clears throat> people um, in the LGBTQ plus community and all of that. It's its a mess, right? We all know this for a fact. Uh, but something that is definitely not really spoken out about, um, I mean, it's its starting to, the conversation is starting, you know, recently, uh, but it's still very much not there yet. And it's about media's portrayal of people with disabilities. Um, now, I'm not going to talk about all of disabled people, um, how media portrays all of disabled people, but uh, I will be focusing on a few uh, instances that I have come across uh, where they just fail. <laughs> uh, media, like TV shows and everything, they just fail 
at portraying a more accurate image of what a visually impaired or a blind person uh, goes through, like, or looks like, basically. Um, <clears throat> and I just want to talk about that. Uh, there are a few cases of these uh, portrayals where trauma is included. Now, I'm not going to be talking about that because everyone goes through and processes their trauma in their own way. Uh, but um, I do want to just let you know that, yes, these people, these characters are going through something traumatic if they've lost their vision uh, suddenly over like a, an accident or something. Um, but I just want to let you know that what they are portraying, what this character, what this actor is portraying, as a blind or visually impaired person is not the norm, right? I just want to make that very clear and I want to just let you know that um, how they're portraying it may uh, be in line with how someone who has experienced trauma and is going through uh, vision loss may, you know, look like and experience and go through, but it's not the norm. I just want to make that very clear. Uh, yeah, okay, so with all of that out of the way, uh, let me get into the actual thing. So I've got my notes here and literally like my other podcast episodes when I'm writing down my notes and everything, it takes me a lo- it takes me a while. Um, but okay, okay, stop. <laughs> um, but uh, for this one, when I was writing these notes out, they just came so easily to me because this is something that really annoys me and it really bugs me. Um, so first thing that really annoys me is sunglasses, right? sunglasses um sunglasses i feel like are kind of like the uniform of uh, a blind or a visually impaired person right and yeah yes a, a you know a percentage of people who uh have a visual impairment or are blind do wear sunglasses but i think what media is missing the point here is why people wear sunglasses um for those of you who don't know sunglasses serve as protection most of the of the time um, it's either protection or if someone doesn't feel comfortable showing um, their eyes to other people for example if uh, their eyes uh, if they're born with something like some kind of physical like visible um, thing that is blocking their eyes or something like I've seen this one uh, person on YouTube who um, <clears throat> his his eyes are just white like his iris and everything they're just like cloudy and it's just white right um, so, and uh, he didn't wear sunglasses, but if someone else had a similar condition or, you know what I mean, um, and they choose to wear sunglasses, that's why it's not, it's not a given. Sunglasses aren't a given, right? So, um, like I've got sunglasses and I, I t- sort of tend to wear them, uh, when it's quite sunny out, but not always. <clears throat> and mainly, I think the main reason why people with visual impairment choose to wear sunglasses, like darker sunglasses, is for protection. Because the sun, the sun, it's not the best. Um, it's not our best friend, basically. Um, so if that's a reason why someone, like they're getting one of their characters to wear sunglasses, that's fine. That's great. You know, like it kind of shows research, right? Uh, but w- <laughs> what really annoys me is when... <laughs> There's this, uh, I saw this uh, once, I, I don't know where I saw it, but I remember, I distinctly remember seeing it. And it's basically, this character uh, is sitting in bed, because they, they had just gone through something traumatic. I think they, I think they got kicked in the head or something, or like they got hit in the head. Basically, um, they've lost their vision over an accident, over a traumatic accident. And uh, they're sitting in bed, and uh, she's got sunglasses on. And then I think I think it was her sister or someone comes in and draw and, and like opens up the curtains and I'm just like um <laughs> uh like come on <laughs> and then um 
and then she uh then like the girl who had uh the sunglasses on who had gone through like that accident she then takes her sunglasses off and i'm just like um excuse me like i thought i thought you're supposed to be in like darkness <laughs> uh, i thought you're supposed to be like protecting your eyes what's the whole point of having sunglasses and then taking it off once the curtains are drawn like that it just mind boggles me um it makes no sense like there's no logic there <laughs> there um like just yes sunglasses are protective definitely but you would think like okay uh, i need to protect my eyes from the sun i'll keep my curtains drawn even if like in the middle of the day like even if it's in the middle of the day like i'll keep i'll keep the curtains drawn i'll keep my sunglasses on i'm going to protect my eyes from the sun but no it's like okay put your sunglasses on when i first come in and it's pitch dark and i'll draw the curtains so that the sun can come in and then you can take your sunglasses off like excuse me <laughs> um the logic's just not there and it's also just detrimental for uh, able-bodied people and sighted people to see that and be like oh okay so sunglasses is just a thing that blind or visually impaired people always wear and it's, it's always something that they carry no <laughs> no it's not um so that's something that really really annoys me the next thing that annoys me is um when people use their cane or sighted guide it's really annoying because it's like okay you're learning i get it but also like as a production team crew you can at least have uh, like gotten an O&M instructor like a professional to actually just give you the bare basics of how to use the cane and how to use sighted guide that's like i feel like that's just the bare minimum like even if it's going to be for like a 5 second clip like at the very least you could just do that it's not going to take a whole lot of time like i learned the bare basics of how to use my cane um i think within 5 minutes like just the absolute bare basics right like how to move your uh like move the cane um how to use it when you're going upstairs going downstairs um and and just kind of like that like i didn't learn any of the techniques so i'm just like literally it's just the bare basics i know the absolute bare basics of how to use it but even i can tell that these characters they don't know the bare basics because they're walking around with this cane in front of them and just like swinging it back and forth like excuse me <laughs> like that's not how you use it like that's not going to help you and it's so obvious that this person can see because they're navigating with their cane as if they're you know like they can s- still see and of course they can still see because they're just actors but it's like you could have gotten them to immerse themselves and try to learn how to use a cane to make it more realistic so <laughs> it just it just really annoys me when i see things like that and also like sighted guide um just make it make it make sense you know like don't grab someone by their hand and be like look i'll help you it's like no no um don't like grab this character who's gotten uh like who's lost their sight and just grab their arm from behind them and like push them along like no that's that's terrifying do you know how scary that is when you can't see and you're just being pushed along in front no um that is terrifying like just <clears throat> it really annoys me because then you as like a sighted person who doesn't know any better you see something like that and it's like oh, okay so that's how i need to treat or help a, a visually impaired person or blind person and it comes from you know a good place they've got great intentions and everything but they don't really understand and this is why media sucks <laughs> right um they'll just grab they'll just grab you and um, they'll push you and it's terrifying it's literally terrifying like 
even my parents sometimes do that because it's comfortable for them and I have to correct them every single time um, because they forget and, and I'm not holding it against them like they're people they're human they're, they're you know they're gonna make mistakes and their body's gonna do things uh, that make them comfortable you know like I get that uh, but it's just it's I feel like media has a kind of like a duty to make sure that with when it comes to things like this they they make it more accurate is what I'm saying you know like a little bit of research like there are so many youtube videos like short little youtube videos that show you how to use your cane like the bare basics of it and how to use sighted guy the absolute bare basics you know and it's just so obvious that this production crew and these actors have not done their research they're the bare minimum of research and it's just so annoying um <clears throat> number three is glasses um okay so this <laughs> Uh, if anyone has glasses, you will know that glasses do not fix all of your sight problems. They don't, right? You know, it's easy to think, like, if you have perfect vision, that it's easy to think that um, if you've got glasses, your eyesight will, you know, magically be absolutely perfect. Uh, that's not the case. Glasses enhance your vision. They make them better, definitely, but they do not bring your vision, like, back to perfection. That's not how glasses work, right? Um, it's it's literally the same when it comes to visual impairment and glasses for the visually impaired. It's it's not perfect. Um, it's not a fix, basically. Um, <clears throat> so it's really annoying to see like a visually impaired person who is either you know just they're born with a visual impairment or they're slowly losing their vision and they've got these like really thick glasses, right? And um, they're walking around perfectly fine. They're going about their day perfectly fine. They're not struggling in any way, shape, or form. Perfect, like they're they're just perfectly fine in their day to day life. And it's like um, you're wearing like a really thick pair of glasses, uh, which that also is a stereotype. We don't like glasses. Technology is a thing. <laughs> like I've got really strong prescriptions, and my glasses, they're like the lens has been like compressed so that it's it's quite thin. Um, so having thick glasses is such a stereotype like no um anyways um yeah like if you have glasses and you're visually impaired like to the point where uh you can be considered legally blind or disabled right then chances are chances are you're still going to struggle because your vision is not perfect like it's it's bad like it's really bad and it's just brought in like the glasses just brought your vision up to like bad or like mediocre basically so you're still probably gonna struggle like for me like my vision is really bad and I've got really strong glasses so that it brings it up to bad right um not like good or perfect it's just brought it up to bad um so okay so the example I've got here is um basically in Sabrina, like the chilling adventures of Sabrina, if you haven't watched it and you're, you're planning to watch it, maybe this is like a spoiler. But basically, there's this character called Roz, and her family has been cursed. And um, all their like female descendants, all the women in her family, they go blind by the age of around like 16-ish, if I remember correctly. Uh, basically, they, they slowly lose their vision over time. And this is something that the whole family knows about. And this character, Roz, she's she's afflicted, like she's she's losing her vision. And she's got these really thick glasses, really big thick glasses, and she's walking around fine. <laughs> like, it blows my mind. Like, she walks around fine. She has, like, she does not give any indicator that she is losing her vision other than her glasses. Like, she's not, 
Oh, like, it's just really annoying because, again, like, it gives this, uh, it portrays visually impaired people as, like, having glasses as a fix, you know? Like, oh, you can't see that? Well, here, have some glasses. You'll be fine. Have these really thick glasses. You'll be fine. You'll, you'll see perfectly fine. Um, <clears throat> and that's not the case. Like, I understand, though, that Rose's character isn't, you know, she's not huge. Like, when she still has some of her vision left, uh, she's not, like, a huge character in the story. So I get that why they might not have focused too much on that aspect. But, um, yeah, again, like, it's just important to understand that this is not the norm, right? Um, so, I mean, it would have been nicer. Like, I probably would have appreciated it if if they had incorporated some elements of Roz's visual impairment and how she struggles with losing her vision other than like the mental aspect of it and like the fear and everything about it um, it would have been nice to see something like her going off to O&M training or her struggling her tripping over something you know something like that her like struggling to open up her locker um her like um, sitting near the front of the class because if she sits further back she can't see things like that like it would have been nice to see something like that but uh, yeah they didn't do that so a bit disappointing but again I understand you know it, it is TV they have a story they I understand uh, but yeah just just disappointing and just be aware that that's not that's not the norm <clears throat> number four okay this really <laughs> this really really annoys me and it's that uh, the vast majority of people who are in the VI or the blind community, they still have some vision, some form of vision, you know, sight, something, right? Um, I think, I think for the most part, it's uh, you still see some like light perception, um, like light shadow perception, or like some outlines, things like that. Like you see a tiny bit, even if you're like blind, blind. Um, so this is actually something that I saw. At, uh, from a K-drama and it's called um, the English name of it is called That Winter the Wind Blows I know so cheesy but anyways uh, basically the main character here is um, again this is a spoiler if you want to watch it but like I don't think you will but anyways um, the main character she has RP basically she's got what I have and I'll go into you know some random stuff about that later but basically she has RP and she they, they've portrayed her sight as like still having some light and shadow perception right and um she is walking like she's 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 rich right so she's got a mansion and um she's walking down the stairs she goes down the stairs and then she turns around realizes the lights are still on in the living room and she goes to the switch and turns it off and then she walks out but um what she doesn't know is that uh, there is someone who uh basically she befriends like this con man and this con man has like friends and yada yada yada. One of these friends of this con man, he sees her do this, right? He sees her do this and he goes to this con man and is like, I think she can still see. I think she's faking being blind. <laughs> and the thing is like, ugh, like it would have been such a nice opportunity for them to just explain and show somehow that that is very much a possibility that is that seeing that lights are still on in an area that you are so familiar with you know your living room in your house and seeing that the lights are still on and knowing where the switch is and you go to the switch and you turn it off like that is such a normal thing to do if you still got light shadow perception um 
and it could have been it could have been such a good moment to just explain that that is something that can very much happen and that does not mean that she can see and she's faking being blind like come on um yeah like it just that infuriates me because it's like you had such a good opportunity and you wasted it <laughs> um and i guess this is something that like other vi or blind people go through as well because you still have some sight so you might notice something and you point something out and then they're like oh wait but you said you couldn't see how can you see that you must be faking it um no no we're not faking it it's we've still got some vision left it's not a all or nothing type of thing it's a spectrum like i think i think for the most part almost all disabilities comes as a spectrum not a black and white kind of thing um so it's not like i'm blind or i can see perfectly it's not um so oh, it just really annoys me just thinking about it really annoys me but they, okay anyways uh back to this whole like main character rp thing so she's got rp right and uh rp is a degenerative condition um that's got early onset late onset etc etc um there are so many genetic variations of rp now this girl she's got rp right and that's fine that's fine you know nothing's wrong with that but what i do have an issue with is that they portrayed her character in terms like her storyline so that it seemed like she lost the majority of her vision overnight <laughs> like literally it's like one day she can see and then the next day she's like she's she can't see she's blind um and that's not how this works um i think the shortest like the most aggressive type of rp like you lose your vision i think over six months to a year like that's the fastest um and and yeah like i don't know maybe maybe they just skipped out on the whole like progress thing but the way that they uh told their story they made it seem like she lost the majority of her vision as a little girl overnight um and again like they made it seem like a black or white kind of thing and again like that's just problematic and also another thing is um she was a little kid like i think I think they said that she was like five or something when she lost her vision, which meant that she probably wouldn't have been able to see very well as a little kid, right? Like I couldn't see very well when I was five. And um, I don't think I have a particularly aggressive form of RP, but you know, if she lost her vision around the age of five, then that's very aggressive, right? That's a very aggressive form of RP. I don't even know if there's anyone with RP who loses their vision at five. I don't know, uh, there could be, um but i don't know i think it's very unlikely um but nonetheless like if she loses her vision at the age of five like most of her vision at the age of five right then it's gonna be gradual and she's gonna have she's gonna be born with terrible vision right because rp is genetic it's not something that you can get from an accident or anything it's genetic um which so so basically she would have um had terrible vision from like two to three and it was just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse until she lost her vision seemingly overnight um but they have all these scenes of when she's little and she's walking around fine she's got no cane no one's helping her um she's just living her child life like just like any other child would and it's like again <laughs> not accurate um yeah like just uh it annoys me so much um yeah it, uh, okay i need to calm down so i'm gonna be right back okay i'm back 
and I'm a little better, <laughs> but I can't guarantee I won't get worked up again. Okay, moving on. Number five. Okay, this is something that I was a little hesitant to write about, but it because it it always seems to occur when people are actually no, I take that back. Um, but a lot of the times, it seems to only occur like this kind of thing seems to only be shown on TV when a certain character has lost their vision because of some kind of trauma or accident, things like that, right? And it's that they don't move their head. <laughs> They don't move their head. They don't move their eyes. They don't. They're like a statue once they lose their vision. Now I'm not gonna say that this is, you know, like, no, uh, because everyone, again, like I said before, um, that might be a thing that people who've just gone through something traumatic might do. That is very much possible. Like I've never been there. I've never been in that situation, so I can't speak for anyone. But um, I'm just gonna say again that this is not the norm. <laughs> Uh, if you've gone through traumatic things and that is how you're processing and you're still a bit stiff and you're still scared, sure, that could very much happen. But don't generalize is what I'm saying. Don't think that everyone who has visual impairments or who is blind does not move their head uh, when they're talking or when they're just going about their day, basically. Um, so what I mean by they don't move their head or they don't move their eyes is um, they will hear something, Right? And they'll be like, is that you? Or like, uh, is someone there? Things like that. Very, very normal questions, seemingly normal questions. And they're like terrified because they can't see, right? Normal. I get that. Um, but they don't move their head. They don't seem to move their head. They don't seem to move their eyes. Um, they just, they're just, again, like they're a statue. They just sit there. And then this other person who's just walked in is like, yeah, I'm here. This is me. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and the thing is, I want you to try this, okay? Close your eyes and try to hear something and like or or ask a friend or a family member someone to be like i'm gonna close my eyes i want you to walk around somewhere and to just clap right and basically see if you turn your head to them or not or or even better just ask them to like talk right and see if you move your head towards them or not you probably will because that's what humans do we move our heads towards like sounds or things that are you know that we're attending to right if we're paying attention to something likely we're gonna move our heads right that is the most likely thing we're gonna do and um yeah like I do that as well like if I hear something if I hear someone talking to me I know where I'm gonna be looking even if I can't see them um so <sighs> like I also roughly guess where um someone's eyes are gonna be because again eye contact is a thing that is a norm it's a social norm wherever you I think wherever you go like around the world right eye contact is a thing um so even if i can't see i can hear you i can guess where you're like i can guess your height roughly based on uh where your voice is like where uh where your voice is coming from so if you're at a similar level to me then i'm probably not going to lift my head up that much like i'm probably just going to be looking ahead um but if it's coming from above me i'm going to be lifting my head up and roughly guessing where your eyes are if you're on my left i will turn my head to the left and again like basic uh based on where your voice is coming from like upper or lower or whatever then i will be moving my head accordingly i'm not going to be standing there like a statue and just talking to air you know even if you're on my left for example i'm not going to do that i'm going to turn and that's what we do we turn ourselves to be facing whoever is talking to us or wherever this particular sound is coming from 
We don't just sit there. <laughs> We're not statues. Um, also, another thing that really annoyed me was when um, people bring you food um, and they explain to you, like, at 12 o'clock, you've got this. At 3 o'clock, you've got this and whatever, whatever. Like, the whole clock system, apparently, it's very good for some people. For some, it doesn't necessarily work, but, you know, whatever works for that individual. Anyways, um, so they're explaining, and for me... I don't know if other people do this, but for me, even though like someone is explaining to me where my food is or something, um, what's in front of me, like if they're explaining the location of where things are in front of me, and even though I can't see it, I'm still going to be looking down. Like my head is still going to go down, right? I'm still going to be like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to like roughly guess like moving my eyes in that kind of ge- uh, general direction to be like, okay, so this is where this is, this is where this is, this is where this is, and that's, th- and that's there. Um, but like I said, again, these people, they just sit there, (laughs) they just sit there, their head is like glued on in one position. It's like screwed on with a nail or something and they don't move. And it's like, you know, your head can move, you know, you can use your neck. It's not like you're not a Michelangelo statue. (laughs) Like, please move your head because you just sitting there like stock still while someone else is trying to explain to you where things are. It looked very unnatural. So because media is portraying these people as you know like statues and they don't move so when i do actually move my head to look at people or whatever or look at things they're like huh so you can see it's like no 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 like i I still can't see it's just human nature to just do things like this you know um this is a natural thing to do like just because i can't see just because i'm disabled does not mean i'm not human i still have my human nature instinct stuff um so like Oh, yeah, media actors, they I feel like they need to just do a bit more research. Um, now, of course, like I said, I want to just emphasize this one more time. They are going through something traumatic. These actors, these characters, they just went through something traumatic. If, if that trauma is what is causing these people to be like a statue, that's fine. But again, do not normalize. This is not, this is not the norm. Like, this is, yeah, like... <laughs> Don't generalize, basically. It's not the normal thing for a blind or visually impaired person to do. Okay. I think I did better there, right? I didn't, I didn't get too worked up. Okay. <laughs> and then finally is um, hearing. Like, we do not get super senses, okay? <laughs> like, I think it's easy to just assume that if you lose one sense or uh, one, sen- one of your five senses isn't that great, then your other senses compensate and somehow they get better. Uh, that's not true. Um, I will admit, I used to think that when I was little as well, uh, but that is not true. It's not a matter of my hearing suddenly gets, you know, it becomes better. Um, that's, not, that's not how it works. I don't get like doggy ears, you know. <laughs> um, but what does happen is I just listen more. Uh, my hearing doesn't get better. My listening skills get better. Um, I listen to things. I become more attentive to uh, any cues that I'm hearing, that I'm listening for. Um, that's how I, you know, seem to have better hearing, quote unquote, hearing. Uh, but my actual sense of hearing is not better. I'm not like, I don't know, I'm not some German shepherd with like amazing hearing. I can hear it from like miles and miles and miles away. Uh, that's not true. It's it's a matter of I become more aware I am looking out for certain audio uh, cues um, and that's how it seems like I have better hearing. For example, uh, passive echolocation. Um, Active echolocation is what bats do, what dolphins do, right? What whales do. They'll send out some some kind of noise and you'll hear back. 
Um, I think I think someone's moving. And anyways, if you can hear that, that's what that is. It's like this construction thing. Anyways, <laughs> um, um, what was I saying? Oh right, yes. So active echo echolocation is what uh, bats do. Uh, they'll send out some kind of uh, sound and they'll hear back and based on that information they will get like an image uh, that's active echolocation um, I believe some blind people actually also use active echolocation I don't uh, because I can still see a bit but yeah active echolocation is apparently something that you can use uh, what I tend to use when I can't see is passive echolocation and this this is hard to describe uh, so it might be better for you to just go out and try yourself. Uh, but basically passive echolocation is you're just listening um, in your environment. Like you're just listening for things. And I know that sounds ridiculous. Uh, I know it sounds ridiculous when I tell you that I can hear if there's a wall next to me. I can hear if it's an open space. I can hear if it's a closed space. I can hear if there's a wall and then it opens up into something uh, like an opening or a clearing or something. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it is the truth. I can tell you... Um, like when I go into a car park, I can tell you that it is big, but it also somehow closed in. Like it's open, but it's also stuffy. Like I don't know how to explain it to you, but um, yeah, that's that's passive uh, passive echolocation. You can hear things. Um, so something that I actually tried to uh, <laughs> show this, well, not show this, but like kind of like teach my friends once. And uh, basically, what I uh, got them to do is like. I was in this uh, corridor situation where there would be like openings to the left and to the right and stuff and I would just tell them like try to listen to when the corridor opens out like when it opens when you leave this hallway and then we enter like another hallway like try to listen for that and they all failed <laughs> and that's what I mean like I can hear it I can hear when um, there's a wall next to me and suddenly it disappears i can hear when a wall is closer to me on one side than it is on the other side i know this sounds ridiculous but i can actually do this like i'm not great passive echolocation isn't that accurate but i can you know use it and apparently uh vi people and blind people tend to use this um as like uh, like instinctively that's the word i'm looking for um instinctively um <clears throat> so uh, you can, i guess you can try this um i have heard that apparently if you're sighted it's easier to um, immerse yourself <laughs> with passive echolocation if you close your eyes so that you don't have like the uh, visual cues um, so I guess you could try this but again like if you're trying this out for the first time like just have a friend there just in case like you don't want to like walk off a cliff or something or walk into something um, so just be be careful and be safe about this um, and yeah uh, and then the final thing is this is just, I have a bone to pick with Bird Box. <laughs> I have a really, really big bone to pick with uh, the movie Bo uh, Bird Box on Netflix. Um, this was a huge thing back when it first came out. And um, for anyone who hasn't watched this, maybe you can stop listening. Uh, but basically, it's Bird Box is like this movie where there is some kind of entity and it makes you like become really, really sad to the point of where you want to commit suicide and things like that. And it's it's if you see it, then this happens to you. But if you don't see it, then you're fine. Even if you're like just in the presence of it, but you're not like seeing it, then you're fine. Basically, that's the whole premise. Uh, and then they go through all these like um, like adventures and stuff. It's kind of like a post post <laughs> It's like a apocalyptic slash post that is such a hard phrase post-apocalyptic um, movie 
And um, basically, right, at the very end, this is what really annoyed me. Um, the first, I want to say first like half to first three quarters or so, they're just figuring out how to navigate and they're struggling and that makes sense, right? Obviously it's new, you're struggling, you got to figure things out, that's fine. But especially like near the end, uh, there's this bit where Sandra Bullock, she's the main character, uh, She's she goes into this forest to go find something, I can't remember what, but she goes into this like wooded foresty area to go find something and she ties herself to the boat where she left uh, these two kids um, and she's trailing this rope behind her so that she can find her way back, smart move, um, but she's walking with her arms out and she's stumbling along and I'm just like, girl, why? <laughs> why like it's been like at the very least something like eight years or something of them being in this post-apocalyptic world and you couldn't think about getting a cane like making yourself some kind of cane like what <laughs> like I'm sorry but what like it makes no sense to me that this girl the smart you know, the smart woman who has adapted to this world and is thriving, like she's one of the survivors in this world, couldn't think that she could maybe make a cane or some kind of stick or something that she could use to to navigate and be more safe. Like, excuse me? <laughs> like, at the beginning, it makes sense. You, you know, you're just you're in like fight or flight mode you're like i just need to survive but it's been like five ten years into this world and you're still struggling like woman <laughs> woman no just get yourself a cane of some sort something to help you you're just like you've just got your arms stretched out and you're just stumbling along and feeling with your feet like oh my god how <laughs> like <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, like that's not safe at all. Um, that's, and apparently it was really annoying for um, other blind and visually impaired people because apparently there was like a bird box challenge or something that went around after um, bird box was released and everything and people were like walking around with blindfolds and like trying to see how much, like how, how uh, they can navigate and get around the world and stuff. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. That's why blind people have canes, guide dogs, sighted guide. There's, you know, there are all of these things that we do. And this one movie just chucked that out of the window and just, and it's just like, you know what? Like, you can do it. Anyone can do it without a cane. Or it's like, oh, how, I mean, I don't know. Like when I was watching that movie and, and I saw this, this bit and it was just like, how ableist, <laughs> is are like how ableist are all these people working on this film like none of the actors thought of this none of the producers thought of this none of the directors i say directors as in like director and assistant directors um thought of this like how did no one i'm sure there's like a hundred something people right maybe more how did no one on this production crew think that maybe it would make sense for the survivors in this world where you are technically blind could think about getting themselves like the characters a cane or some kind of aiding device so that they won't die or trip over or or just stumble over everything and trip over everything it blows my mind 
<laughs> it, it really does blow my mind. Um, yeah, Bird Box is such an annoying film. Um, but that being said, I do think that if a situation like Bird Box does come around, the blind and visually impaired people will thrive. We will thrive. Um, everyone will just be flocking to us to be like, help us navigate. And we'll be like, eh, no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. We, we will help. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, Bird Box is just, it, ugh, it's such an annoying film. Um, yeah, it was really, a, it was really, really annoying to just watch and be like, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Um, but yeah. Anyways, um, that was my mini rant of how media sucks at the portrayal of visually impaired people. And I'm sure, you know, media sucks when it comes to other disabilities as well. Uh, from the top of my head, what I can think of is um, if you're paralyzed, you're fully paralyzed and you're forever bound to a wheelchair. That's not true. Um, there are many paraplegics or other paralyzed people who can still walk, um, but just, you know, it, it's harder to walk. It's harder to stay um on their two feet for long periods of time. I think uh, there was this one person that I saw on YouTube who could stand and walk for about five, 10 minutes at a time, uh, but they still heavily rely on a wheelchair. So things like that. And, and another one that I can think off the top of my head is um, autistic people. Uh, they all just live in their own little world. They're all like antisocial, uh, things like that. No, no, again, autism is a spectrum. It's literally in the name, autism spectrum disorder. It's an A. It, it's a spectrum. Um, <clears throat> and then the other one that I can think of is uh, deaf people or hearing impaired people. Again, like when, when it comes to blind and visually impaired people, there's this notion that it's all or none. Uh, it's either you hear everything or you hear nothing. Again, not the case. Um, and also like another one with that uh, might be like how you need to sound a certain way. Like you can't talk quote unquote, normally, if you're deaf or hearing impaired, you've got like that weird, uh, I don't want to say weird, but you've got like that, that particular way of speaking. I'm sure you understand what I mean. Um, but again, like that's not the case. Um, so there are so many stereotypes that media just lives off of and they don't try to fix it in any way, shape or form. And it's just so annoying because there are so many opportunities, so many good opportunities for these um, films and TV shows to address the issues and to uh, change how society views people with disabilities but they don't do that they don't make an effort and they don't try they don't even do the bare minimum when it comes to research and it's just infuriating it's just so annoying because it feeds into like it feeds able-bodied people um, what they should do or what a certain disability looks like and and that's just so toxic because uh, at the end of the day it's the disabled people us who suffer from that um, and we have to continually advocate for ourselves and tell you no 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 that's not true um, oh speaking of another one OCD this really annoys me OCD does not mean clean and organized OCD means you have compulsions you have obsessive compulsions to do certain things it does not mean um, that you are just clean and organized. No, like, yes, OCD people, like people who have OCD, uh, their obsessive compulsion could be to wash their hands, you know, what, like every 20 seconds or something. That could be one. But another one could be um, they might need to turn, uh, like, they might need to turn around a certain number of times before they go into a room or something like that. It's an obsessive compulsion. It does not equate to being clean. Um, if you're clean and organized, you have traits of OCPD, that is obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Um, chances are, I'm going to say you likely have traits 
of OCPD. And if you do and it's annoying you to the point where you're just being like, I'm such a perfectionist and everyone sucks, um, consider consider uh, going to you know get help or at least uh, get diagnosed. Uh, again, I'm not telling you you should but just consider and just be aware that what you have does not mean you have like just because you have this need to be organized and perfect and like clean and everything does not mean you have OCD that is not OCD unless it is an obsessive compulsion that you feel like you have no power over you do not have OCD um so yeah things like that um anyways yeah like I was saying media sucks um like just just be aware when it comes to these things when it comes to uh, how media portrays social minority groups just be aware that chances are it's not accurate like chances are it's just really not accurate so don't go generalizing don't assume that that is how it is um educate yourself and and learn what aspects of uh that particular disability might be true and what probably everything uh, is not true uh, so these are just a few things that I've come up with that I've seen uh, in media <clears throat> so just be aware of this like be more critical like I'm still learning you know like I'm I'm definitely more uh, educated when it comes to the visual impairment and the blind community and that disability area but uh, when it comes to other disabilities I'm still learning you know um, so just be a bit more critical when you see someone who has a disability just be a bit more critical and be like is that portrayal accurate or is it not um, and if you're interested just just go find it out and even if you're not interested, just be like, that's probably not true. I'm not going to assume that that is the case. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's it. That's that's my rant for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, then I would really appreciate a rating. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, you can also follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And you can also follow the Twitter for this podcast, which is at Day to Night Pod. I'll leave that down in the description, the show notes. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram where I post stuff related to just my life, my daily life, and also just um, stuff about my disability. Um, so it's a fun time, sort of. <laughs> so you can consider following me there as well. And yeah, that's it. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, don't forget to smile and I will come talk to you next week. Bye.